Warning, this show may contain spoilers, adult content, and adult language, so viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to JoJo and the OP. I'm Thomas. I'm Tokyo Joe. And we've got us a guest star here today. A very special welcome to Mr. Billy GG. Hey. <laughs> Billy, welcome on the show. You're our first guest. Oh, that's exciting. I didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is our, our first break from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and One Piece, so... You are our first guest. We figured, you know, we'll try to get guests on on our break episodes because we're doing short animes. So yeah, we decided that uh, after each major arc, we're gonna take like a small break, uh, watch some quick twelve episode anime, and uh, feature a guest star to review that anime with us. Very cool. I, I'm very excited to talk about uh, the show we've got, but that's a good way to not burn yourself out on both of those shows, especially with One Piece. <laughs> yeah, you've got a, <laughs> a ways to go. <laughs> well. I figured we're going to try to make it to at least past Ar- uh, Arlon Park <laughs> before we take a break from One Piece just to get him like into that good feel of One Piece. Oh, yeah. Because I, I feel like if we cut out too early, he may not want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we had given you two options, and you picked Dead Man Wonderland. And what made you choose this anime? Uh, Dead Man Wonderland was the one that was on Crunchyroll. <laughs> that, that works. So, because I, I did look at the two, I don't remember what the other one was you suggested uh, to pick from. Blue period. Yeah, and I was like, eh. Like I went on Crunchyroll, I searched both. I saw Dead Man Wonderland was on there. I thought it looked interesting at the very least as well, um, and just ease of access. This is absolutely new to me. Nice. Um, had now, no idea about it. It's been one that's shown up on like my Crunchyroll recommendeds because of other things I've watched. Um, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do that one. And, you know, yeah, we're talking about 12 episodes. If it's not good, then I don't have to be with there too long. <laughs> yeah. It, it's only 12 episodes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, personally, I haven't seen it. Uh, I've listened to two different podcasts that have talked about it, so I know quite a bit about it, at least enough about it to like be interested in it. So this is my actually first time watching it, too. Yeah, and this is actually my first time watching it as well. Um, it's oh. something that's popped up a lot. Uh, people have recommended it to me. They're like, dude, with the type of anime you like, this is right up your alley. And I, I put it off for the longest time. And uh, even when uh, Squid Games came out, I, I heard a lot of people being like, oh, Squid Games stole the premise from Dead Man Wonderland. If you like Squid Games, you're going to love this anime. So... I was like, dude, it's short enough. We got to watch yeah, it. And, uh, we end up watching the first six episodes. Uh, you know, normally on this show we do three. We just figured, you know, you were you had a lot of stuff going on, Billy. So we decided to sort of crunch it down, make it a little closer to help with your schedule. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> so, but let's try to. I'm gonna try to pull a description out of my ass because um, we had a little technical error and no one wrote a description. <laughs> <laughs> so, we start off with. Uh, this poor kid in his classroom, uh, essentially everyone getting killed 
except for him, uh, 29 people. And despite him not doing it, he got convicted to death. To death, uh, Faked evidence and parents beating the crap out of him. He gets thrown into a very interesting prison. It is a prison that, if I'm not mistaken, was created in some ruins-ish part of Tokyo uh, due to a Red Hole incident. And they built essentially a park, uh, an amusement park, where the prisoners are the entertainment. And so the prisoners entertain the guest, which makes the prison money. Uh, Upon arriving, he gets ran into by a kid named uh, Yo, who the, uh, you know, ends up uh, being a pretty good friend of his, I think. He also meets another girl, or he meets a girl named uh, Shiro, ends up being uh, another friend as well. Through a bunch of little interesting uh, experiences, he finds out that he has some magic blood powers. And the red man who took out his classmates is in this prison. Upon a death race <laughs> this is where he sort of starts getting more information we learn a little more about the prison and how things work whereas uh you know the prisoners have to entertain to get money to survive and they have these candies they have to eat within three days or they die so you got to entertain to live in this prison figuring out that the the red man is in a hidden prison part hidden part of the prison uh ganta i think his name is Decides to try and find the guy, and he finds someone who ends up not being the the red man, but another person with these blood powers. Um, I think they called it sins, like the power of sin powers. And it turns out he gets sort of sucked into this whole carnage carnival where these blood-powered monster monstrosities, I don't know really how to explain them, are fighting each other to the death for the enjoyment of a sort of secret hidden gambling thing. I don't know. Uh... We also get some hints that Shiro, Ganta, the dir- and the director of this prison have some stuff in common. We don't know yet, but they they know each other somehow. And that is my half-assed uh, description mm-hmm. of what we watched. Yeah, that, yeah, so that covered like the, the highlights of it. Not too bad. Um, pretty well. Yeah, I I have to say, uh, even knowing a whole bunch about this anime, jumping into this, I was still blown away by what I mm-hmm. watched. Yeah. Seriously, that uh, didn't know what to expect. But um, I kind of want to start, you know, starting at the beginning here, uh, kind of okay. at our in-depth look. I thought so. One of the things that's interesting about short anime, right? You know, we know this anime is twelve episodes, and I couldn't find the answer to this, but I I couldn't tell if the anime knew it was going to be twelve episodes or not. Um, yeah, it it really seemed like it could have gone longer, like with how it was sort of building up. Right. Well, because the the pacing is very kind of strange, right? Um, So when I was taking my notes, um, I was kind of looking at it from the lens of like, they probably knew it was, it seems like they might have known it was 12 episodes. You know, they knew that they had 12 episodes to get through the arc, at least, right? So with that in mind, I thought the introduction was crazy good. Oh, yeah. I'm usually not one for like, by minute two, we're, like, in the action. Um, but I, I really liked the short little scene at the very beginning of the show that we got with Ganta talking to his friends um, before yeah. all hell broke loose. It like, it's one of those animes that just sort of gets you out of nowhere. You're just like, already? Yeah. Already, this dude's <laughs> whole life is just wiped out. Um, it's, it's, when, when animes do it and they do it good, it's amazing. Yeah. 
and this is one that did it very good. Oh, yeah. The thing that got me was, like, I was kind of tripping out at the beginning because they're sitting here, and, you know, him and his friends are talking, and they're like, oh, we're going to go to Dead Man yeah. Wonderland, you know, for our field trip. And I'm like, you're going to a prison for a field right. trip? Uh, I'll just say that uh, I, in my notes, I wrote, um, I really liked the music choice at the beginning here. It was very, like, in the background, but it was very, like, odd. And so it was like, something, something's not right here. And I really liked that choice. As well, I literally wrote in my notes, I really like the way Yamakatsu's and Mimi's friendship with Ganta is portrayed. And then my next bullet point right after it said, well, rip that friendship. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, and I was just sitting there like, you just see the guy sort of just floating down. And like, it's like only Ganta saw the guy. Everyone else is like that humming. And then just... Right. Yeah. The other thing that I noticed that was really cool, um, or interesting, rather, so they did see the Red Man before it happened. I think that's really interesting to note, that the students did look over, but it was far too late, um, which I thought was interesting, because normally that's not the case. It's usually, like, the main character sees it, and then everyone else is just kind of blindsided. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool, and that kind of stuff is important as we get through the rest of the show. Um, also, I had to look up Japan's capital punishment laws, because I was like, is this, like, based on, like, would that... And it turns out that that's actually, like, if that were a real case, that's how that would be handled. Wow. Multiple... So you would just... Yeah, they, they basically reserve capital punishment for um, mass murder, as well as they some cases where it's one murder they will do uh offer the death penalty so 29 dead classmates with that falsified evidence is absolutely the punishment they would hand down even being a a ninth grader i think i think maybe he's a little young yeah i think he's actually a little young to receive that penalty in real life but it's pretty close to actual japanese legal law um which i thought was interesting and just kind of a fun little tidbit as i was going through that whole courthouse scenario, though, like, as soon as I saw the attorney, I'm like, okay, he's shady AF. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, this the, the, right. the forged evidence, like, you could sort of tell, like, okay, it looks very close, but it's definitely not him. And then, like, the parents just, even the one guy who was like, this Mimi and whatever, they were like, brothers, like, daughter and son to me. And just, like, just, wow. Yeah. Like, you're just, this kid just, I don't know, that was that was very, like just jaw-dropping like wow like i get it like these parents are mad but like we know he didn't do it but yeah. the evidence was forged so they just they honestly think he did it and like that was that was a very tough scene yeah especially because i feel was. like that dad at the end of it was like sort of important to him mm-hmm. absolutely and so like that was just that that was tough yeah it's one of those things where i i like the the, the fast-paced nature of getting him to the action but it also really makes me wish we would have gotten some more look into Ganta's head prior to the court case and then after. Otherwise, I mean, we get an idea, but I just I would love to savor some of those moments that we don't quite get um, because it's it's so quick. But yeah, that was that was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he gets thrown into the the prison and this nice little collar around his neck, which he knows nothing about, um, and then. That dude bumps him, and then that lady, the 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 main, um, the warden, I guess, just slices that dude. Yeah. Just 
Oh, you bumped into this guy. Slice. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, her name is uh, Machina. And oh my goodness. <laughs> I love her introduction where she's just sitting here, you know, parading around in these like stiletto heels. And then she's just like, this is how it's going down. These are the rules. You will follow them to a T. And that dude straight up was like, hey, what's your cup size? And she's like, G cup, continuing on. I, I really like her character. Um, I, I hope that in the, the latter half we get to see kind of more of her. Because um, really we've only seen one side of her. Um, and I'm hoping we can kind of see other sides. But I really like, like you said, that introduction to her is like, nope, this is who she is. This is how she runs this prison. You will not step out of line. And she's pretty strict with it from what we've seen so far. Right. But she's also got her little curiosities. Because, oh, yeah. you know, we did get a lot of little tidbit information that does get built up in later episodes. But we learn about this the red orb that got thrown in uh, Gante's body from the red man. Uh, we find out that the promoter of the prison was his lawyer. Knew it. Yeah. <laughs> shady mofo. Yeah. And that he's trying to get Gante killed now. Like. Yeah. And she's not happy with it. Yeah. Very, uh. I don't know. I don't know that I believe he wants Ganta killed, but that is the method he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it seems. But I, I'm with you there that the, that whole scene with the promoter, the promoter in general, is uh, such a weird character um, to navigate. He is so like a later episode. You just see him acting so childish and this and that, like playing with toys yeah. in his office and like just getting all giddy about like the th the stuff that's going on. And it's just like, what, what is this guy? Yeah. And then um, we also have like this white haired girl that's later introduced as Shiro who parades around in a full cat suit, mittens on her hands, but she doesn't seem to follow any rules. You know, she just does whatever she wants to. And she's not even a prisoner. She's just there. Yeah. And just having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, there are so many times in my notes I go, no one's talking about Shiro. No one's talking about Shiro. Why is nobody talking about Shiro? <laughs> I write that right. so many times. There is one moment that I that I get a, I, I get something, but the whole time I'm like, why is nobody like? Why is she allowed to just parade wherever she wants? It's it's a mystery because like they obviously can see her. Yes. So she's not, like, invisible where only Ganta sees her. Everyone else sees her, but, n like, no one pays attention. Like, why is she allowed in the prisoner race? <laughs> yeah. Like, we, ha we have gotten nothing. Yeah, we've got nothing that insinuates that she is a prisoner. We, we Well, we've got some stuff later we can kind of talk about with her. But for mm. the most part, she is just there, but is doing all the things with Ganta. Also, for a death row prison it really feels like everyone just kind of kind of do whatever they want until it's time to do something yeah. <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. wild <laughs> yeah i mean they're making the money which we see with this dog race which my gosh because yeah they, they the dude was like okay yeah we're booting this up we're making an extreme mm -hmm. and then there was that whole scene with that one guy the ultimate warrior dude who just comes in like he owns the place yeah. uh beating the crap out of everybody yeah kazuji kazumasa yeah i th i you know, we kind of see this a lot in any prison, like, film, right? We have the big tough guy who runs the place. But we saw that even, um, what was it, Minika? Machina. Machina. 
uh, even she like does not put up with his nonsense. Uh, they they're kind of more on almost equal terms, but she's still in charge. She kind of lets him get away with a lot more. Right. Yeah, I noticed that because I, I wrote down on here because uh, he was uh, bullying Shiro, and uh, just right before he was about to smack her, crush her, or whatever, she catches his Makina catches his hand and cuts him with the sword across the chest, just like she did with uh, Yo. But unlike Yo, who actually got a gash across his chest, he just got his shirt sliced. Yeah, Jeez, she definitely held back on him. Yeah, so this is where we're getting introduced to, like, this dog race thing, but beforehand we get, like, a bunch of stuff about, like, the rules of the prison. And obviously, Ganta did not read the rules and has no idea what's going on. No. Um, yeah, the that's where they introduced, like, the cast point system. They're basically prison money. Yeah, and then, like, the candy that you have to eat it or you die because of the poison, and, like, you can buy a piece of candy for 100,000 cast points, which is surprisingly the... Uh, reward for winning this death race yeah and uh what's his name big guy i was like hey yeah you guys let me win or you're gonna die yeah um another interesting thing before we get actually into the race something that i thought was interesting was that kazumasa when he uh the reason why he wanted to uh beat up shiro was that he thought that shiro looked like that actress that got him sent to prison um which i think is super interesting right because uh ganta sees mimi uh, so no one else <laughs> has mentioned anything about her yet. Um, even the the punks that uh, Shiro beats up in episode one didn't really say anything about what she looks like. So I'm curious about that one. But I thought that was a super interesting detail. They kind of just slid by uh, before that. Yeah. And then so we get to the dog races, which is like an obstacle course the of death traps, guillotines bungee cords that aren't attached to anything uh volleys of arrows that you got to run through and not fall in the hole um poison death traps it was just like jesus christ and at the very end we have ganta shiro and the ultimate warrior guy yeah and like of course you know anime logic that's what's gonna happen here yeah I got him. This whole time we have uh, Ganta just like, I just want to die. I just want to <laughs> die. Blah, blah, blah. Like, dude. Yeah. But yeah, here he is at the very end. Uh, and it's, uh, what is it? Like, you have to hold the ball? Like, the last one to hold the ball? Yeah, on the falling platforms. It's like the Fall Guys minigame, <laughs> but with there's spikes underneath. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and you had, to be, you had to be the last person right. to hold the ball um, before the up to the last platform. Yeah. Now, one thing I did note about that scene was I, I wrote down, dude, I love the animation and yes. the camera angles during the floor dropping because they were just like moving the camera all around and dude was like leaping and they were stretching and I just loved it. Did, it was, it was very, very beautiful. That, yeah. yeah, I really liked that too. Uh, one of the things that I also liked in that race, uh, so Kazumasa not only said, told everybody to let him win, I thought it was brutal when he grabbed those two guys to walk through the arrow volley. And it was like, I, when I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, he's definitely yeah. making it to the end because he's going to make sure that everyone else dies near him. Um, yeah. But yeah, the way he uh, kind of went through that fight, it was weird because he was like kind of playing with Ganta. Well, it was like an anime villain, whatever. Um, it was like, dude, you got to take this a little bit more seriously. Right. I mean, yeah, Gondo was dodging him like crazy. But then it gets to that point where he's like, oh, wait, Shiro, she's been saving me this whole time. 
we get to the point, yeah, the one guy falls, dies, and it's just him and her, and he he has an option to either save her or grab the ball, and of course, yeah. goes for her. Yeah. Which I really yep. liked. Um, you know, it's tropey, but it works. Yeah, very, very tropey. I, I, a part of me wanted to know, though, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if she can actually die. And so part of me was, I thought maybe he was going to miss her, and then we'd get to see what would happen, but he ended up grabbing her. Uh, she was fine. Um, but... That just leaves another mystery for me. I'm not pleased about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta know. <laughs> right, and a couple things I I did notice about this episode before we proceed on to the third one. So this second episode was the first time that we actually had an intro song for this, and it was awesome. Like I wrote the name down because I'm gonna add it to the tunes, but dude, great song, and the animation in that intro was. It's, it was really good, and it wasn't too uh, revealing as other anime intros can, tend to be. Yeah. And then, like, um, what was it here? Okay, so when that Kazuji guy was um, beaten up on um, Shiro and Ganta, you know, he started coming after Shiro, and he uses the grape word, and I noticed that in the subtitles... Grape was perfectly fine to be in there, but bitch, or maybe the C word, was censored. Notice that that word was in there. But yeah, yeah. I, I put notes down on for in episode three for me, but yes, the, the censoring is very strange. It is. Um, especially now, I, I, I guess my mind just blocked that word out, because, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's, it's weird to me, a show that is this graphic and this terrible like uh has words censored and i wonder what the uh what the reasoning is for that yeah that's a good question right i don't know if it's something with like because uh because i i noticed the uh, the anime came out in 2011 so i don't know necessarily what was going on in japanese culture that would you know warrant um some of those words being censored but meanwhile we can watch 30 dudes get ripped to shreds um, <laughs> electrocuted, melted in acid, yeah, stabbed, shot with arrows. Gratuitous yeah. violence is perfectly fine, but if you say that that word, yeah. like, especially oh, like no. some of the stuff that we see later, um, it, it's really quite surprising. Like even in some of the same scenes with some brutal stuff happening, we get some censors. I wonder if it's like an edgy choice. Like this word is so bad, we're not going to tell you what it is, but it's so bad we have to bleep it. You know. I, I, oh, I don't know. It could just be like a translate, like in translation between like countries, yeah, censorship stuff. I don't know. Yeah, cause it's, I know it's always weird. Yeah, I know. Um, there's an interesting uh, PS2 Yakuza Kiwami, the first one, uh, in the because that one has an English dub, and they use the they just drop a lot of f bombs uh, in the translation when it's not quite like that in the Japanese. So it could be that where they didn't have a word that matched maybe but it's it's very jarring when it happens um I, i'm glad you brought that up right <laughs> and then one last thing i noticed was um at the beginning of the episode they say that this is taking place in 2023 yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> and i was just like oh shit any day Here now yeah <laughs> yeah um another thing that's interesting is that we got to kind of see how the public views um dead man wonderland they, they right. mostly love it. Yeah, it's interesting that I, I'm not a big fan of the, the public believing it's just an act. 
I, I think that's a dumb cop-out. Just let them enjoy the fact that people are getting murdered. I mean, the show's terrible enough. Just let it go, you know? Well, it's like that one guy was like, uh, oh, it's just it's just a play, or it's, just, it's just a show. These but effects like, are awesome. I mean, they're, <laughs> but they're they're on death row anyways, like, who cares yeah. if it's true? Yeah, we got, we got, did get some of that, um, but I, I just was like, that whole, like, just pretend it's an act, you know, it's just like, that's just dumb. Like, just, we know what's going on, the people know what's going on, just let that kind of be the case. Yeah. Um, but I did like that we got to see that, and the brief moment that Ganta was like, oh my god, I was gonna bring my classmates here. <laughs> right, that's what I was just about to say because you got to see it on the other side too, where he was like, "Wow, I was almost one of them," and now it makes you think. Yeah, no. So the episode three starting out, man. Yo, my gosh, yo. Yeah. What? What is like this part where you start thinking like, who is yo? What's his deal? He's just like a shady mofo as well because he's with the promoter. Promoter's like, hey, yeah, you're a. Just watch him for me. Yeah. I'll give you everything you want. And he comes into the room like, oh, hey, here's your candy, bro. Yeah. I guess we're roommates now. Yeah. Like, buddy-buddy with him. And Ganta's like, yeah, he's my friend. Yeah. Like, oh, yo. Every prison's got, like, a warden lackey snitch rat guy that's always keeping them fed up on information from the other prison. And that's yo. Yeah, he is, absolutely. Um, I I put in episode two that uh, yo Takami seems like a real bastard. <laughs> and then in episode three to have it confirmed in a way it was just like all right sick <laughs> i mean we already knew he stole uh Gonta's candy um prior to him realizing what it was but yeah we, but we also see yo in this episode legitimately being helpful as well yeah i i think he is the definition of morally gray he's he's there for his own sort of game yeah and he doesn't mind helping but like it's his overall goal over everyone else if he can help another person in the you know he don't mind too much yeah but i i also noted in this episode it was finally nice to get a name besides red man or at least like a title um besides the red man the the wretched egg which is like such like an edgy 2000s name for a villain project uh and i'm here for it i'm here for it uh i really like it i think it's very neat, uh, considering some of the context we have uh, for the world. But yeah, what about the Mother Goose program? That yeah, that as well. <laughs> that was that was weird. The wretched egg, I get, but like the Mother Goose program. I, well, like, oh no, the Mother it's... Goose program. Well, I mean, Mother Goose and the Golden Egg, wretched egg. I mean, I get it. Also, the promoter being a literal child. I kind of, I, yeah. I see you the know pieces, what? Yeah, but I do agree. It's like it's weird. It's just weird. <laughs> I think it might actually allude to something bigger because um, it's a it's called the Mother Goose program, and like several times in the episodes we've watched so far, they've made mention to a lullaby and yeah. uh, Mother Goose lullaby. Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting. You can you can see the pieces, but the you don't have the the box to the puzzle. You know, uh, like we're getting we're getting like middle pieces instead of uh, edge pieces. You know, it's so it's <laughs> filling itself out backwards, and it's it's very cool. I, I like the little, they just kind of drop info randomly. And then, okay, so how did you feel about Gaunt's powers? Like, uh, we kind of skimmed over the the first time he used it when they 
almost mm-hmm. killed him and Shiro with that bombing of the water tower yeah. that almost fell on him, and he just kind of explodes this thing. But then this time the red guy got out and was using like a tornado to just blow and cut everyone away, and kind of has like a freak out mm-hmm. moment, which I, I I noticed that's common in a lot of animes. The before they activate their powers, they kind of have this like yeah. freak out, little mini freak out, and yeah, he just kind of fires a blood bullet, you know, and yeah. I just. I don't know how well, I feel What's interesting about it. is the first time he does it, um, something that I noted was that his uh, like shield power that he used to block the water tower used the same hexagonal, the like purplish hexagon thing that the Wretched Egg used when he killed his classmates. Yeah, and we have not mm-hmm. seen Ganta do that again since. Yeah. Um... When he fired off his blood bullet, it looked like there it put the shield up, and he fired it through swirled, the middle. But I don't remember if I saw it do the hexagons, but I could be wrong there. But I, I know the blood swirled around him as he kept doing that. I, I, I kind of like it. I'm curious to know... We haven't yet been told how it manifests, so I'm, I'm assuming it's... Because we saw... Uh, I think it's in... Oh, it's not really till the next episode that we kind of see someone else use it, but... I assume it's something about the person's philosophies or mental states, those kinds of things that their powers manifest. And I'm curious to know, I don't really quite make the connection yet as to why it's a, it's a blood bullet. Um, yeah. As opposed to something else, but I dig it. I mean, I, I like, uh, the way they've used it so far, um, in the show. I can see it. I can, you can clearly see like how that power could expand in future episodes. Yeah. And I like how they don't just make him automatically overpowered. Like, it's not the typical, oh, I have a power. Cool, now I know absolutely everything and I am the best. It's, he used it out of, like, pure coincidence and shock. And then, you know, in, like, the next episode, we'll we'll get there. But he, like, he doesn't know how to use it. Yeah. And he sort of learns while fighting. And he's still, you know, as we're going on, he's still developing it and trying to, he doesn't fully understand what he's doing. Yeah. But yeah, so they they sort of run from that, and then it's uh, the the ma- machina was just like, oh okay, yeah, uh, we're gonna kill this kid, we gotta capture, <laughs> yeah. kill him, uh, send out that tank that la- or that that robot that last time like killed like a shit ton of people, so like get everybody to hide. <laughs> I, yeah, I loved the moment there uh, when uh, they I don't know if they've said her name, but the the officer with the glasses, the shy one. They have it, and I feel there's more to her than yeah. we're being led on to so far. Yeah, I agree. But she was like, wait, so do we think Ganta can kill more than so many people? And she's like, yes, so we have to use the robot. Like, <laughs> Ganta is more of a danger than the robot could could pull off. And I, I think that's an interesting note. I don't know if Makita actually knows that, or if she's making an assumption based on prior people. I think she's just going off of pure just assumption from what she knows, yeah. and she's not been informed of every, like, she don't know what's actually going on. Yeah, but I, I thought that little section was interesting as they send the robot out. Right, and one, I did note, again, the music during the scenes where they were being chased by the robot was amazing. Like, I, I noticed that their, their choice for this series seems to be, like, really heavy metal, you know, kind of dark and I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah. It's got a good vibe. Yeah. 
another thing I noted about this episode was like, okay, so they're slinking around in these uh, air conditioning vents to get to this um, section G of the prison that doesn't exist. And I, I just wrote down on here, man, the dark parts of the show are really dark. Like, what is this, yeah. DC or something? Because <laughs> yep. it was so hard to make out anything and i'm like okay it's an anime you don't have to literally make it black you can actually just shade it lightly gray and we get that it's dark yeah i i kind of noted something similar with all that i i kind of i didn't dislike it but i i had the same kind of thought i was like i kind of wish i could see what was going on but i get what the the art direction was going for but when you're watching a show sometimes it's nice to be able to tell what's going on Right. And then and then friggin' um Shiro just comes in with the power of friendship and boots yeah. that robot. Well, I, I like the whole scene with that cuz uh he's just like, "Oh, yeah, all my friends, like, they killed all my friends." And she just gets so upset. Yes. And she just mad and throws a tantrum in the middle of this robot just about killing them. Yeah. And it's like they're like, what, what's 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 wrong with you? She's just like, mm. yeah, I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, I, I really liked that brief moment of levity um, after mm-hmm. so many like ridiculousness going on. We just get this brief moment of like, ah, oh, this is what it's nice to be happy again. And then it doesn't last long, but we did get that little moment, and we got to see a little bit more of Shiro's conviction, even if it is childish. Um, I really liked it. Also, this is where I finally got a moment where they did, the robot finally scanned Shiro, and um, she doesn't have a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because whenever they sent the robot out, uh, Mach, uh, someone of the security guards was like, yeah, it's that prisoner 5580 and uh, the other guy, uh, Yo Takami. And they didn't say anything about Shiro. They literally disregarded her <laughs> again, and she's right there with them. She's such a mystery. It's like, literally on their comms, they're like, oh yeah, it's the prisoner and the other prisoner. Not gonna mention there's a third person there, a woman with long silver hair that looks completely (laughs) different than everybody else. (laughs) Right. And then the robot finally scans her, and we get a number, and they're like, oh, who is that? And I'm like, now you care? (laughs) So I was very pleased they finally, like, said something <laughs> yeah, we get to that point where then though it's like they get into g section g and late uh, machina is just like hey what i where where i i have there's st- is there stuff i don't know yeah it just gets mad <laughs> yeah they basically go silent like the robot disappears from tracking their collars disappear from tracking she's like where did everybody go is there a place that i don't <laughs> have control over she's like, i'm going to the director directly to the director. Yeah. Like, I'm not dealing with promoter boy, which is like, alright, alright, see, now you're sort of thinking and yeah. getting some... <clears throat> you you knew this guy was shady, so I, I see what's going on now. She's gonna end up being, like, a friend. I hope. Could just see it. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then, uh, uh, part G of the prison, and we meet another Sin user. A branch of Sin Crow Claws, I think it was. Yeah. And this dude's just out here. When we learn, you know, that this power is controlled with blood. You know, uh, he starts fighting and uh, taking on Ganta and all that. And dude's like, use your powers, dude. Like, he's trying to. Nothing happens. He's like, look, there's blood all over the place. Why aren't you using it? 
Like, he cuts mm-hmm. him. I, honestly, I feel like he cut him just so he could use the blood. Yeah. Like, he didn't He didn't kill him. He could have easily killed him. Maybe. He didn't. Uh, yeah, it's that classic trope of, like, no, I want to fight somebody powerful. We, we get the indication that Crow is... Been on a win streak, uh, as we might assume, and he's bored. And he's like, finally, a new challenger that can, like, make this entertaining. And then we find out that then he realizes Gonta's just a dumb kid who was caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he's like, this sucks. And he, like, starts to walk away. And that's when we finally get this, like, we finally see a little bit more of, like, what Gonta's capable of. And he knocks that dude right on his ass. And he's just like, ooh, all right. I, I love that he was just like, yes, <laughs> like, finally, you have, you know, you're proving why we're supposed to fight. I just, I'm, I'm like, conflicted with the Crow guy because I really do like him. But at the same time, I feel like they did his character dirty a little bit. Because he's scared of women? <laughs> he's scared of women. And, like, I know it's the next episode, so we'll get into that a little more there. So we'll, I'll, I'll save my conviction with him yeah. for the next episode. But, yeah, uh shiro jumps on him and he's just like a woman uh ah uh, yeah and like spazzes out weird choice weird choice i it's fine it's one of those things where it doesn't negatively affect the show but i just go and i'm like why why is this what we've landed on like did we spin a wheel in the the writing board and then we got scared of women on the I don't know. <laughs> Let's get on to the anime tropey character flaw wheel and spin. Oh, scared of women. Okay. No, it was the manatees. But no, I, I, I really like, I like the vibe um, that Crow gives. And I, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of save some of that stuff uh, for later. But I really like him. Um, I think he's a great mm-hmm. character to, con- uh, to kind of show Ganta the way in a weird roundabout yeah. way of doing it the the rival stance um i really quite like even if it is Gosh. tropey you know joe you've ruined me he, billy said roundabout and then roundabout just popped in my head <laughs> we're watching too much jojo <laughs> well that's funny because uh on my notes here uh i mentioned uh what is he cars because he's got the same friggin' oh, yeah. arm blades that cars had and now I can almost picture how Cars was able to cut through a whole house, you know, yeah. big long ass blades. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, we have uh, them in the hospital, and uh, there's a female nurse or doctor lady who's checking out uh, the crow guy, and like she's like, "Dude, your ribs are cleanly broken. Like you should probably shouldn't go on with that experiment tomorrow." And he's like, "Oh hell no, I am." going and like he shows like his little like whoa lady put some clothes on body yes. stuff but then like once she says like yeah you probably shouldn't do it he's like he's no longer scared of woman because he's got her like by the throat like don't tell me what i can't do i am waiting for this this is this is what i've been waiting for it's like a kid with like just new powers to beat up like what's going on here well and I, <laughs> what i liked about that was specifically the word choice of the doctor was clean cut um which is uh, crow's whole thing uh, which I really like. Slice. Yeah. Um, also, aren't crows perfectionists? I think that's a thing. Um, so I really like that choice. Or, or crows, at least, are very intelligent uh, birds. And I think that they like to organize things neatly. And that's a nice parallel uh, to his code name, where everything that he cuts is a clean cut, um, specifically. So I think when the doctor said that, he was like, yes, my match. 
uh, which I really, I just really appreciate. I, I like characters like that, where they're not evil for the sake of being evil. They just are stuck in a bad situation and they want to make the most of it. And for him, it's finding strong opponents um, so he can keep living or die in battle. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we have the scene where uh, Ganta meets the promoter who was his lawyer and just like sort of gives like, hey, yeah, this is uh, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Sucks to be you. And uh, yep. the torture. My God, the torture. Yeah. Dude, I, I wrote down, I was like, damn, this is like some clockwork I had the shit, same cause... thought. I literally, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's crazy. Um, and I think it shows the insanity of this show. The promoter just outright saying, yeah, you're stuck here, so I'm going to tell you everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I already and won, just... so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he just felt like, yeah, I framed you, you know, like, yeah, I did what I had to do. Like, I wanted you, I got you. And this is what you're going to do. Have fun. Right. And then, you know, it kind of reveals that, you know, all the Sin users were born from that red hole incident that happened right there ten years ago. And so it, it kind of makes you think, like, did they build this prison on there to hide something? Like the um, mm-hmm. G unit? Yeah, yeah, definitely more to all of that. Because it, it's been mentioned, like, a handful of times. They didn't even mention it. I mean, they mentioned it slightly at the beginning, but they, they mentioned that Ganta doesn't remember anything specifically. So there are certainly right. some secrets um, being kept that Ganta doesn't know. Yeah. And then the, the talking about secrets, the fifth episode just unlocks so much, so many more questions. Because this is where we get the yeah. Shiro stuff, where she, like, knows Ganta from something, like, in the past. And we have the whole Ganta versus Crow fight, which his nickname is the... Uh, hummingbird or no he's the he's the woodpecker. woodpecker yeah and so we have the start of the woodpecker versus crow fight and in this meantime you have uh yo and shiro just doing their own little adventure and the whole time she's like cheering on ganta even though she don't know what he's doing yeah and we have like this they have this weird connection and it's the fifth episode was just like one of those ones where it's like okay i have to continue watching because now i have 20 more questions yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah, I I really liked the the fight with Ganta and Crow. Uh to kind of start there. It's very I felt it was very like un underwhelming. The thing is the thing about it is uh what I mentioned before is I, I you could kind of see that this was going to be how Ganta learns how to use his power to a certain extent. And I think it, from that lens it accomplished it very well. Um and as an introduction to the um Corpse Carnival, I think is what it's called. Something like that. I, the fight itself, meh. But the subtext surrounding the fight, I really liked. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I just, yeah, I felt the whole fight was super underwhelming because, like, Crow just sliced him up a little bit, and then he was like, oh, this is how I use my power. But then he's like, oh gosh, I'm, I'm exhausted. Oh no, my power is not giving up like every other anime character. Right. Uh, and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. One little slick trick move and takes out Crow with one hit. Yeah. The thing is, I think if this if the show were to go for another twelve episodes, I think this fight could have been a lot more impressive. Um, oh yeah. But I think this was definitely an exposition dump, and I think it accomplished that. Um, one of the things yeah. that I liked is you could see that Crow has the the rings that cut his arms. Um, so we get to yep. see kind of a, a, into how these blood wielders make their blood appear. Very Attack on Titan. Yeah. Ask because yeah. you have like a uh, you know Ganta just went like 
yeah. bites his thumb like Aaron does. Yeah, and I, I even wrote down, I was like, dude, I see people in animes biting their thumbs all the fucking time. I'm like, do you know how much you would have to actually bite down to break your skin? And, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> but one of the things that I loved about this fight, um, to kind of circle back to when we were talking about Gonta's power, that's very interesting, is we saw that Gonta can't keep up long fights um, mm. because he's literally shooting his blood away. And the other blood users we've seen so far, which is not very many, um, but the other blood users we've seen so far, like crows are blades that stick out of his arms. He doesn't expel blood. His blood is more or less a part of him. Yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, why is Gonta's power kind of shitty? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, it, even in, like, Shonen... You know, a typical shonen, like, at least the power is usable most of the time. Like, they can use the same attack over and over, and even if it does nothing, they'll be okay. Whereas, like, Ganta, if he doesn't hit the right spot, he can literally kill himself if he's not careful. We see he was, like, one shot away from giving himself anemia. Yeah, yeah. Right. I did like how he noticed um, uh, Crow's, like, blade. He uh, expanded the blood, not exerting the blood he like yeah. he noticed that he noted it so that was that was cool like i you know he was like learning like oh okay so this is how he does it with his power instead of just forcing it all out he's able to manipulate it to get a longer reach and this and that yeah but yeah overall like i am in agreement the fight itself underwhelming um i think they needed an episode to expand the actual battle but mm-hmm. we get a lot of critical information here that i that i really enjoyed i also put down i appreciate that ganta reacts like a normal human being yes granted yes. with that edge of this is a weirdly messed up scenario that no one could really react to um but i like that he's not like a super whiny character it's it everything like you put me in that scenario and i'm out like that's it just put me out of my misery he's just he's he's whiny enough to where he's not annoying but he's like on the verge yes exactly uh i don't know if you guys have watched claymore or not um but there's a kid in there i have he's whiny and annoying the whole way through just obnoxiously annoying so i really appreciated that ganta <laughs> i know what you're gonna say joe asta <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, how, how did you like uh the little loser game show god okay that's my oh. least favorite part of the show oh. <laughs> straight up uh he he took it like a boss though like at least for the majority of it, until he couldn't take it like a boss no more. But he was just standing there, just like, "Stop, let's do it." And then, oh, oh my right. gosh! Yeah, and I, is... I was curious, like, what they were actually going to try to <laughs> take away from this character because I'm like, they can't kill him. He's kind of playing a, you know, side main character <laughs> role, so like, he can't lose anything yeah. vital. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I wondered if they would kill him. Only because he had just made friends with Ganta. So I was like, it would be really brutal to kill him off right after him making a friend in this prison. Because they had mentioned that the promoter doesn't care if Ganta dies because he still gets used for research purposes. So I thought maybe they would do that. Right. And then, yeah, they them ripping his eyeball out. I, I am not a big fan of torture scenes. Um, I can do excessive gore um, to an extent. Like, I've loved Mortal Kombat, all of that straight up like torture scenes are not not my jam uh so this scene 
made me really uncomfortable. Uh, but I, but I loved Ganta's reaction. Um, it was very real. It was visceral. I wanted to throw up, uh, and so Ganta throwing up, like seeing that happen, was just like, it was awesome from a character standpoint. Yeah, I. I, I hate the scene itself. <laughs> I kind of right. wish they would have just right. killed him. Uh, that's that scene lasted just a little too long for my liking. But uh, it was. I get it. It was something else. <laughs> but then, yeah, we get this whole scene with uh, Yo and Shiro because Yo gets some information like, "Hey, the lady you're looking for is in G Block," and so they're on a mission to go find it. And he's like, "Hey, you go do this, distract the guards," and she has some type of power. Her, her stuff is blue, though, not yeah. red, like blood. So, what, again, mm-hmm. my notes, WTF is she wrote. Well, who yeah. is she? What is she? It's frustrating. It's, it's frustrating. Yeah. So what, what I loved about that was, one, we do get to see um, that Yo thinks he's pretty sly. I think he's gotten away with a lot in his time there. Uh, and we see some of that kind of come back at him a little bit. Not enough to, like worry him but enough that he's like oh okay i need to be more careful but uh, you mentioned it earlier uh joe about the the lullaby and when he gets up there is when he's like she stops he's just like the lullaby stopped and then she goes off on like a tear she blows up that whole building up there it's crazy Mm -hmm. and then so it blows up the building and then we see shiro uh yo is like oh what what have i become (laughs) right Um, as the building explodes And then um, we see Shiro, and she uh, she smiles, and that smile is the same one <laughs> uh, the Red Man gave. Yeah, it's very intentional. Uh, there's got to oh. be a connection. Like maybe she's like the opposite of him, or some, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this. Yeah, I, my prevailing theories right now, or is one that she is the Red Man, hmm. and but could be a like split personality yeah. thing because i don't i don't think we've seen the two in the same spot no i can't remember the scene with the the water tower not the water tower but the um when the red man that was shows just up uh yo and uh ganta yeah Ooh. yeah so that's that's a potential and the only the only thing i have to go on is that smile uh that damn smile that's the those are the only thing and the the mention of the mm. lullaby because we heard it in the very first scene of the show. Yeah, because um, he mentions, he's like, what's that music? It sounds familiar. The other thing is that I, I could see it being opposite. Um, with her power being blue, blood before it hits oxygen is blue. Um, that could be me reading far too much into this. She's like the purest form of whatever this is. I mean, could be. I mean, her, she, her skin is white, pale white. Uh, her hair is pale white. That tends to be in Japanese culture that sign of like purity. Her, uh, I mean, her outfit is has the red on it. So I, I don't know how well that matters, but typically it does in art. So it could be. Um, I'm, I'm. It, she's the one I have the most questions about, and the one I want to know the most about. Um, and that scene really like made me want to know so much more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we jump into this last episode where we just have hungry, hungry hippo chasing this girl with flowers. Yeah, he reminded me a lot of uh, Gluttony from um, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist. And uh, one thing I was wondering was um, right before that, uh, 
they had a Shiro with those two twins oh, that yeah, are yeah. guarding the director, and they all kind of look the same. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. A lot of connection there. We saw them for like a whole minute. <laughs> and then we did skip over that when uh, Makino did go in to talk with the director. Those two were there and blocked her like, yeah, no, you can't get in here. And we get a glimpse of potentially the director, but he's really just a big machine. And he's like, we find out he's like like in this machine. He's like bed bound in this machine. And yeah, life support. Yeah. Then we, yeah, we get this girl. What's her name? Mana Kuya. Uh, Minatsuki? Minatsuki. Oh, okay, I was horribly off. I can't Min- read my own Min- handwriting. Minatsuki? So. <laughs> I know, that's why I type them all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's uh, Minatsuki. But yes, the the, yeah. the girl, uh, I believe she's the hummingbird. Which we find out a little bit later, yeah. but, you know, she has this whole sad, sappy backstory, and you get your little, uh, you know, fan service moment, and, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, and he's like, well, hey, why don't we just escape? Let's escape, you know? And she's playing this whole innocent, sweet girl. And so they try to escape, and some pipes fall and hit his leg, so he's sort of hurt. And the guards catch him, like, uh, back in, you two, your match is tomorrow. Can't have you running away. Right. I, man, fan service is fine. But I'm like, Ganta, you are so dumb. Like, you've been so smart for the most part this whole time, and you let one girl ruin it. But, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I was convinced. Yeah, I mean, I was a bit too, but it's like, the, he. I think he has this, potentially, you know, he sees uh, Shiro as me. Mm-hmm. So I've always felt like he has this maybe hidden romantic attraction to her, or at least wants to get to know her. And so then, the way he's like, well, let's run away. Meanwhile, he's got a potential girlfriend that could just break through every wall in the prison, and they could easily leave. Um, he didn't even right. think about that with Shiro. Um, so I just think it's, it's fine. I get it. You know, again, the, the 12 episode thing, like they probably didn't have time to flesh it out, but I was like, Ganta, why are you this dumb right. in this moment? Uh, you just watched a man's eyeball get ripped out. Like <laughs> you don't think anything could be going on. Right. But, you know, their, their match starts and he's just like all like. Okay, yeah, you know, she don't want to fight, and then she just flips a switch. <laughs> yeah, she does. She she turns into this complete opposite bad bitch character, and I noticed she had, like, a tongue ring, and she had, like, multiple piercings, and she'd, like, rip them out to activate her blood powers, which was like a blood whip that moved so fast you couldn't see it. Just, it was, oh my god. <laughs> she was brutal, and and then, yeah... One of the guards appears, but it's, it's Yo. And she's, he's just like, God, what are you doing to my sister? As soon as he attacks, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as if he has no idea. They're in a cage match, dummy. Like, I don't know what you expect. Right. <laughs> and then his sister just, like, like don't even care. Like, So then now, you, I, I, what is her true backstory? Because she got some emotional damage. Yeah, and then it, they kind of reveal a little bit about that where... During the Red Hole incident, you know, she's in a greenhouse with her mom and shit starts breaking apart around them and falling down and some of it falls on top of her and she reaches out for her mom thinking her mom's going to rescue her, but her mom grabs the friggin' flowers next to her and runs out the door only to get crushed by something else. 
she used her powers and he, he even said he's like look i wasn't even sure if like this is real or not i thought it was just like my imagination but now that i know other people have these powers i know you had those powers and you used them to kill dad yeah 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 the um what i put down is i i think there's more to uh Minetsky than we're being led on to oh yeah definitely um and i wonder so we she mentioned being abused by her father and then but we see that yo walks in and yes, Minetsky was uh, naked and her father was there, but that's all the glimpse of that scene that we got from Yo's perspective. Yeah. Uh, before the murder took place. And, like, with what we've seen with her already, like, I, is it what really happened? Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious if she has, like, undergone the, the trauma of everything she's been through has warped her memory of what happened. Because we already know memory stuff happens because Ganta lost his memory completely. Um, so I'm wondering if there's more kind of going on with this red hole incident that warped her perception of things. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think it's, you know, we don't know anything about her mother other than she grabbed a potted plant instead of her. Mm-hmm. That seems weird, even if, you know, she, that the mother had some sort of mental issue. I could see a mind warping happening where she grabs, thinks the plant is her daughter instead. You know, there's there's a lot of questions there. I think this is like the perfect episode to like watch and then pause as we do this because it raises a lot of questions about the red hole incident and how Minetsky and Yo and Ganta are going to proceed. Yep, oh, I just love how um, you know with Yo coming in. Everyone's like, "Oh, get him out of here!" Uh, promoter dude's like, "Ah, oh, no, no, people are liking this. Let's leave him," you know. Yeah. And then, uh, Ganta finishes her off with a headbutt, and everyone's like, "Boo!" And he just flips <laughs> yes. them all off like you. Okay. Again, we can show uh, pretty much naked women. You know, like uh, the important bits were covered. Uh-huh. We can show Ganta flipping off the camera. We can say certain words. He got bleeped in that same sentence. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, the censoring is wild that we can we can show all of that. But, uh, yeah, I, it's weird. <laughs> Here's the scene with a guy getting his eyeball ripped out, you know, gratuitously. But <laughs> yeah, you can't you better say not. bitch. Like, that's crazy to me. Wild. Yeah. And, you know, I... I I, I have to say, it's almost a trope how he beat her. Like, yes, he did walk up and headbutt her, but before that, he was firing blood bullets off the pillars to, like, make his shot, you know, to hit her in the back of the head so he wouldn't hit Yo. And I'm just like, you know, it's it's almost like an anime trope where the character's um, true power is mm-hmm. his insane intelligence or whatever like uh jojo you know he's always thinking up these crazy things on the fly mm-hmm. that somehow work yeah what drove me nuts is like the last couple things we see from what we've watched is one you know the promoter and this may be a little earlier i don't remember but the promoter you know we find out from the promoter that like the director i think is his dad has essentially mm-hmm. made this whole thing up created this whole thing somehow for some reason this whole carnage carnival thing and like the the stuff with the red man he's somehow heavily involved with all of this the g cell and he's like the yeah. no name in the the viewers and he's like the one that's sitting there like sort of cheering on ganta 
And, yeah. you know, at the very last scene, we have Shiro on the floor near the director in a photo of Shiro and Ganta as kids. It's like, what's going on? Yep. What the hell is going on here? Yeah, we did have a brief memory uh, for with uh, Shiro talking to Yo of their past. Shiro remembers uh, playing, I don't know, it seems like play fighting, uh, with Ganta, and it was both their mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, Shiro's mother and uh, I think Shiro's mother was also there. Might have um, been. Or they had the same mother. I can't quite remember how that happened. Um, but the mother was talking to Shiro and be like, Ganta's just not as strong as you. And then it shows kind of... He's normal. He's normal. And then it shows Ganta's resolve. Yeah, that happened um, during the fight with Crow. Because that's when she yeah. was just sort of like chanting and cheering him on. And Yo's like, dude, shut up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like sort of happened in her memory while it happened in real life. Where he's yeah. like on the ground and he gets up for his resolve. Yeah. Which was, was a nice touch. But then it begs the question as who was the mother figure and why have we not seen a father figure yet? Right. Um, meanwhile, we have the promoter and the director with this father-son relationship, how deep does that go with Ganta in particular? There's a lot of questions there. Yeah, and they also mention, they're like, oh, why is he so strong? You know, uh, is it the Igarashi blood? And it's like, okay, what does this have to do with Ganta's lineage? Like, what's going on? Lots of questions uh, just kind of left on the table. And then the you know there's mention of the lullaby stopping again and overall really great six episodes of a show. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, I I really like it. I I think some of the characters are great, but they're very one note right now, which is fine. I mean, I get it. We have twelve episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I keep saying that bit, but I think it's really important to emphasize. You only have so much screen time. You have essentially four hours total to get across what you want to get across. It's like 20-ish minutes per episode, you know. So you all, you have limited time. Um, so I hope that some of these big characters we can kind of see the multiple sides of and kind of get some of their stuff figured out. But I, I really like it. I, I kind of wish... It makes me wish it was longer, uh, knowing that we only have six more episodes. Yeah. To wrap up, like, we have like... T- a couple big plot points that are going to take whole episodes to unpack. So I'm a little worried that the show's not done when we hit episode 12. (laughs) I heavily agree. Like, I feel this show could have expanded. Like, if it's 12 episodes and done, cool, great. As long as they do it right. And it seems to be pacing in an okay sense, but I feel like they could have added a few more episodes maybe to fill out some minor things. And it would have been... Yeah, just perfect. But who knows? Uh, you know, they could have had the whole thing prepped from the beginning, and we'll see if these last six episodes... Um, that's really going to be kind of... The show's quality is going to hinge on these last six episodes pretty hard. Oh, definitely. I feel like, you know, it's going to make or break it pretty hard, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what's going to happen. <laughs> I have so many questions. Yeah. Right. At least it it's got you hooked. You you know that. You're like, I have to know. I have to know. It's done its job in that regard. <laughs> but all right, cool. Let's let's move on to the fun stuff. Uh, favorite scenes. Don't really have like a favorite scene, but I I because they're so sparse. I like when we get a flash to a different character. Yeah. Doing something uh, like an example. 
like during the last episode, episode six, uh, we saw Crow with his eye patch on watching the fight. And while everyone's booing Ganta, we get to see Crow smiling like, yep, he figured it out. I really like those small little moments where we see how the characters are reacting to Ganta's story. Those are nice moments. Yeah, and they don't come very often, so they really stand out to me, you know, in, in that way. So I I really like that scene with Crow, and I'm hoping we get to see more of him kind of guiding Ganta through the rest of this nonsense journey. Mm-hmm. For me, it wasn't necessarily a favorite scene as it was. I liked all the points where, like, it would get very action-packed or something was happening and the animation style would change to reflect the intensity of what was going on. Um, I really enjoyed that just because of the way that they changed the animation style to make it fit with the uh, actions going on in the scene. And then oh, yeah. the music has just been amazing. Like The music's been great. I really enjoyed it. Like, like you guys, it's not really a scene. But I, I do enjoy those moments where, like, with all this dark and, like, depressing stuff, just, like, the little random happy moments thrown in that just, like, cheer you up before the next big, tragic, sad event happens. Like the example, um, him and Yo eating ice cream, and he's sitting there yeah. reminiscing about his friends trying to buy Or, like, that whole scene uh, we talked about yeah. earlier with uh, Shiro before the, 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 the robot fight. She's just, like, having her little fit that's just, like, okay, this is... <laughs> All right. Yeah. And and even like even though it tur- it was all a ploy the the scenes in episode 6 with uh um Ganta and uh Minitsky, you know, we kind of got to see Ganta be a human being again, you know, as terrible as what happened mere seconds after. But we did, we get to see kind of Ganta's uh humanity. Those little moments are very nice. Mhm. All right. Uh least favorite scenes. The the, the eyeball scene. I oh, can't definitely. stress that enough. I just <laughs> You know, it, it's funny because, like I, like I said, I love Mortal Kombat. I can do watch the fatalities all day, but the the length of that scene, uh, the the sound effects were honestly a little too good, and the the horny doctor just made it that much worse. Oh yeah, she was totally uh, getting off. For the oh eyeball. yeah, yeah. Like we we kind of got a glimpse that she was that way, like one scene before, and they just were like, "All right, here's her moment." Yeah, uh, that whole that whole scene right there is definitely kind of it. Yeah, that that's on my list too. Like, I I can handle that stuff, but like they did it very well to a point that was very, they didn't even show it really. I mean, they showed some of it, but like it was it was enough to be like, okay, this is this is a little too much. <laughs> um, my least favorite scenes were when they were in dark places because <laughs> I could not see shit. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And then, uh, I guess another scene, I, like I said, the fight with Crow, I just felt like if they had more time, yeah, that fight could have been way better. Like, it, it had so much potential, and it was very underwhelming, the actual fight itself. Like, I feel like they could have put more effort and work into that fight. I feel like, while we're on that, I feel like Minitsky's fight wasn't that much better. That's it true, was. that's true. It kind of had the same issue. It was, they keep using these fights as, like, exposition dumps. That's, that's kind of true. It's kind of like... It's like the opposite problem of a Yu Yu Hakusho, where it's like, you know, they had the tournament arc, and it was all fighting and no plot <laughs> for, like, 30 episodes. We kind of have the reverse here, where it's, like, not really a fight, as it is, like, 
Yeah, they're like, instead of fighting, yeah. we're just going to give the backstory on Yo and his, you know, whole deal. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna hit Ganta a few times, we're going to talk, and then Ganta's going to yep. come up with something that works. I hope that gets expanded a little bit as the plot kind of reveals itself and it's more about resolving it than figuring it out. Oh, definitely. All right, um, did you guys get any quotes? This was a very hard one to get quotes for. I actually had a couple. One of them was from the second episode when um, Makina and Kazuji um, were having their little interaction with each other, and she straight challenged him. She's like, you can come from my throat any time. Just be prepared to die. I like that line. And then um, the other one I liked was uh, when Ganto was talking to the promoter, and the promoter had revealed that you know he's the lawyer and he did everything he could to get him into jail and whatnot and gonta straight up was like and the red guy is here too i'll kill him i'll kill you too you're both dead i i just like those i'm a, I'm a sucker for like badass you know quotes where they they got the tough guy thing going on so yeah yeah uh billy uh, I, I really just kind of liked the less of a quote, more just kind of the, the bit where Shiro is like, you said all your friends were dead, and I'm right here, <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, that being like one of three moments of levity in the show so far, I just, that really sticks out to me, and it shows a lot about Shiro's character and motivation. I'm all about, if that's not obvious by now, I love character work. Um, it's kind of, it's the, it's either the world has to be interesting or the characters have to be interesting. Ideally, it's both. And Shiro's the one that is just like, I have a lot of questions about, and I liked getting answers about her. Yeah. Uh, I had three from this, all six episodes. I've only gathered three. Two of them were from from episode two. Uh, the one was from Shiro. She's like, rules? Shiro is only supposed to eat one snack a day, but sometimes I eat two. (laughs) I'm like, that's hilarious. I love it. And then, uh, I forgot about that. That's so funny. Sort of running off of that, uh, when uh, Ganta's against the Ultimate Warrior guy, he's just like, at the end, he's like, uh, bring it on, asshole. I'm fed up with wondering when I'm going to die. If you're going to execute me, stop waiting. Until then, I live by my own rules. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was that yeah, was, was pumped. Sick. And then my final one was with that first fight with Crow, and he's just like, a woman! I loved it. I cracked up when he said that. <laughs> like his facial expressions, I just I just died laughing when he said that. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, it's a horrible trope to have for a character flaw, but like it was just in the moment I wasn't expecting it, and it threw me off, and it was funny. All right. Well, then I guess we're into the fun stuff. Worst character. Hmm. The director or uh, the promoter. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, I, I would have to agree uh, with the promoter. Everyone else who's kind of been an asshole has kind of had a reason. Mm-hmm. And right now we have no reason to believe the promoter is anything but just an evil douchebag. <laughs> a child almost. Yeah. I could be, sw- I mean, there's obviously two, two to one. Promoter was on my list. I was also thinking the Ultimate Warrior guy. Yeah. Just because of how crappy he was. Like, he had a very small scene, but like, and he got what he deserved. But like, he just even, like you said earlier, he grabbed those two guys and used them as human shields. I'm like, how crappy of a person are you? Plus he dropped the grape word. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, it's also not great. But (laughs) I could definitely give it to the promoter guy because he was just, uh, weird. Very childish, very like, sedacious, whatever that word, I don't know. 
word I'm thinking of. I, I think the promoter is worse in my mind because at least uh, Ultimate Warrior died. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> you know? That's true. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that's what puts him at uh, second worst on my list. All right. Well, then how about uh, the best character from these episodes? Honestly, for me, it's kind of a toss-up because I really like Crow, but I also like Machina. I'm on the either... like. I just, I, I I adore Shiro. I just, I don't know what it is about her. I just adore her. She's like this great, like, comic relief in these episodes. This is like a very dark show. And like, she just, she sticks out in just color anyways, because she's completely different looking than everyone else and everything. She just like sticks out a little bit and like, I don't know. I really enjoy her. I could also give it to Crow because I feel like he has like potential to be a very good character. He already has proven himself to be a good character. Uh, I like that you both chose two so that I can pick two. Um, <laughs> Shiro stands out to me as well. Uh, kind of the same reasons uh, that was mentioned before. Um, but I feel like she has the most mystery about her, and she's the character I keep going, why is no one talking about her? Yes. When can we find out more about yes. her? And that pulls me quite a bit. Then my actual other character is actually Yo. Interesting. He... What gets me is he is trying... His motivations... He, I didn't like him that much until this last episode. Uh, but when his motivations finally came through, I really started to kind of feel for his decisions. He wants to free... It's not, he don't, not even that he wants to free himself. He put himself in that prison to free his sister. Yeah. And then to realize his motivations, uh, or realize what his sister did, I'm really looking forward to the decisions he is going to have to make as a person. Yeah, he has some very high character development coming forward, I feel. I was almost going to want to put him in, like, the worst character until, like, that last episode. Yeah. Because, you know, he sit there and, like, lying to Ganta. It's Ganta's like, yo, he's my best friend. And even, like, in yeah. this, you know, sixth episode, he's like, oh, I know he stole that stuff from me. Yeah. He's got his reasons. He was trying to save you. Yeah. I Yeah, I really... I, I think... Yeah, he's a terrible person. Um, but I think his character is very interesting. He also just gives off light, uh, light Yagami vibes. Yeah. So I kind of I I can feel where they're kind of going for with him. So I'm waiting for uh, you know we hit episode twelve and he stabs me in the back for saying that. <laughs> yep. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Death Note shirt. I love it. So, um, but yeah, I, I I think he's got a lot. I pick the two characters that I think have the most intrigue about them. Right. That I want to know more about. We're at a very weird standstill here, like a, a Mexican standoff. Yeah. I mean that was that was a really good. Um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, that was a good argument. There you go. Well, what I think is fun about this show so far, and as we kind of talked about, is like, as one note as the show appears, you know, it's just a lot of gruesome murder and, um, you know, edgy blood battles. You know, there's a lot of depth under the surface that can kind of mm -hmm. grab at different people. You know, if you like the action murder stuff, we've got that. You like the interesting character interactions like they've got that i'm the the big thing they just have to stick the landing with the the overarching plot for me uh, right. in these next few yeah. episodes but yeah, this this has been a good time all right well we gotta choose one uh, at this point i could be swayed for shiro or yo honestly i think i'd go with the yo just based on his argument like i don't know i'm still feeling crow but you know he i i don't know how much of a uh 
role he's going to play in the yeah. last six episodes, so it doesn't really feel feel fair to give it to somebody who might not even be there <laughs> later on. So, yeah, I, I would probably yeah. have to sway towards Yo. I, really, you're feeling Yo? I think between the two, I'd pick Yo. Um, the, the deciding factor for me in that regard is that he's just a normal dude. Like, he's... Between the, all the other characters, he's the one that's just like, he's just a guy. Uh, and I think that, that's so interesting for him to have to navigate. That's another good point to shove <laughs> in there. He's normal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Gata, Shiro, Crow, they all have, like, powers. He's mm-hmm. just normal dude who got in here to help his sister, who's a psychotic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We're going for Yo. Yo is the best character for this so far. Ooh. So far is that is that big that big asterisk so far. <laughs> and this was I think this was our hardest choice so far in our our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. The rest of it's been pretty easy. This was it was nice having an actual challenge to sort of think about <laughs> and figure out who the best character is. There, there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff going on to have to to have to unpack and make that choice. I mean, you guys have anything else before we uh, cut this off? No, um, I'm basically excited to uh, continue uh, watching the final six. I'm really uh, curious as to what's going to happen. And, um, yeah. This show has made you really just like, I need to know these answers. I am stressed out because I don't know what's going on. And also, real quick, um, have either of you checked out Squid Games? Yeah. I actually haven't. (laughs) Okay, so... I was going to say, what do you think of the similarities? It's not really there. I Squid Games is a whole other thing, I feel I like. don't know, because, um, spoiler alert, Billy, um, rich guy running children's games with people. I just don't feel like it's enough. I mean, at least for what we've watched so far, I don't feel like it's enough of a connection. And, like... Really, what we have here is like a battle royale when it comes down to like the main sort of thing, where you know, Squid Games was just a bunch of games. Right. I mean, there there is some similarities here and there, but I don't feel like it's enough to say like that. At least from what we I've seen so far, you know, with these first six, I just don't feel like it really is that much of a Squid Squid Games copier, uh, Squid Games copying it. What well, the thing that is interesting to me about that kind of comparison is. We haven't actually seen that much of the Dead Man Wonderland itself. That's true, uh, too. We've gotten some flashes of stuff that goes on there, and then we saw the people reacting to the, the death race. Um, but we've almost entirely transitioned out of the carnival already, which is, is interesting in that regard, that we don't really see the spectacle anymore. It's all about, we've hit the end game of a Resident Evil game uh, on episode three, you know? I, I think that kind of changes that answer a bit. Well, all right, you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for jumping in and tuning. Billy, thanks for being a guest here. Uh, yes, thanks for having me. Excited to get you back in for the next part of this and potentially future things. Um, hey, if you guys listening, you want to be a guest as well. Unfortunately, you have to join our Discord. It's the only way. So jump in. We're having a good time. Movie nights on Fridays. Great conversations with like-minded people. So that's going to be in our links below with our link tree with all of our other content. YouTube's twitch the podcast everything's there 
And uh, we're also going to go ahead and link Billy's stuff because he's a streamer as well and podcaster. Amazing podcast. I'm glad you guys have been bringing out the podcast episodes. It's been a while and I've missed it. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I do a podcast called Games Parlay for those listening. It's uh, about video games. We talk about all things video games as far as news and um, random topics. Like we've talked about uh, Kick, that new live streaming service that's got a lot of people interested. Uh, we've talked about live service games, and then yeah, we talk about uh, kind of recent news and stuff. So appreciate it if you check it out. It's a uh, it's a great great podcast. So make sure you check that out. So the links will be in the description below. If you're not a weeb, why are you here?